first round real quick. that are in those training rooms with him know how good he Because he just knocks dudes out real quick in the first round. Yeah, but now we're going to get a good... I might fuck with this guy. He just, to me, he just, at, I thought he was a con artist. No, they're, just based off his look. They're edge. Holy shit. What the hell just happened? What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Gonzo Sports Room. Sorry, we're on the wrong screen. Welcome to GSR Gonzo Sports Room, October 6, 2021. Hope everybody's having a, uh, a great uh, Wednesday. Uh, we got a pretty big show today. We're going to uh, talk some uh, Major League Baseball wild card. Uh, you had the Red Sox and Yankees last night. Tonight you have the Cardinals at the Dodgers. Tomorrow starts the division series for MLB playoffs. MLB getting or playoffs getting off the full swing. All right. Yep. Got the MLB playoffs getting off the full swing. You also have a. Uh, have some couple big announcements in the NFL today. I'll also give out my uh, week five uh, NFL power rankings today. Uh, tomorrow on Easy Money, a sports betting show, when you, which you can catch at 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, we'll be uh, giving out our uh, UFC fight night preview and predictions for this weekend. Uh, we'll also talk about the Wilder, Wilder and Fury fight this weekend. Uh, and there's also a bare knuckle uh fighting going on this weekend as well in Montana. Uh, we'll talk about all three of those a little bit uh, tomorrow. Plus, we're going to do live reactions for them on Saturday, so uh, be on the lookout on our social media pages for uh, information about what time we will be live on Saturday. Uh, we'll probably be live on Sunday, I assume, too, with uh, some uh, NFL stuff going on. And probably Monday as well, since you got the Indianapolis Colts on uh, Monday Night Football against the Baltimore Ravens, I'll, I would say we'll probably be live. We'll go live with a live watch along with on that. Uh, but all right, first thing I want to talk about is uh, let's get into the baseball game last night. You had the uh, Boston Red Sox against the New York Yankees wild card game, American League wild card game. Winner go home. Uh, winner moves on, moved on to play the Rays in the division series. Uh, Red Sox jumped out to a lead, got two runs in the first inning. Uh, Garrett Cole was on the mound for the Yankees. Uh, he ended up only going two innings. He was struggling. Uh, his lines ended up being two innings, gave up four hits, three earned runs, two walks. He had two strikeouts. Uh, at ER, at Fenway Park in his career, career in the regular season, he has a 7.00 ERA. This is including the regular season. At all other parks, this or wait, this season, I mean, he has a 7.00 ERA this season at Fenway Park. At all other parks this year, he has a 2.84 ERA. So for some reason, Cole just don't pitch good, very good in Fenway. But if you look at his numbers and everything, 
after they started cracking down on having the sticky substances and stuff, uh, his ERA and everything went up. He wasn't the same pitcher. It could, that could just be coincidence, or it could be because he's a big spin rate guy, and that sticky stuff helps helps you on that spin rate. And uh, I don't think he's been able to get the same spin rate on his fastball, and that's hurt him. He's been more hittable. Instead of guys swinging under it, they're they're hitting it because it's not it's not moving like it used to with that spin rate. So I think, and this is my opinion, I think that that has a lot to do with Garrett Cole's struggles, uh, second half of the season. Uh, but yeah, but uh, Yankees had a chance, and for some reason, uh, guy hits a ball off the wall. It was a uh, Stanton hits a ball off the wall. Judge is. C- Coming to third, the ball hits the wall, bounces right to the guy. Judge wasn't even in third base yet. Cut off those coming in, and the third base coach waves him. He's out. Great reload throw. He gets out. That, that you could have runners on second and third with what one out. Instead, you have runner, a runner on first with or no a runner on second with two outs. They didn't. That and I didn't. I mean, that was a big play because that would have made the game like three to. Three to two at that time, but they they got him out of home plate. Then Red Sox went on pounded some home runs, and uh, that was that. Uh, like I said tonight, you have the Dodgers and Cardinals. I think it's going to be a real good game. I'm I'm expecting a low scoring uh, pitchers duel. You have Wainwright on the mound for the Cardinals. Um, Scherzer on the mound for the Chargers, who is going to be the NL Cy Young winner this year. He has a ERA of 1.88 since the All-Star break or since the trade deadline. Before that, I think his ERA was like 1.98 or right at 2. So he's been been great all season long. Uh, But Wainwright's been good too. Wainwright has like a a 2-something, I think 2.38 ERA or something like that. He's been good. Wainwright's an experienced pitcher. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game tonight. I think it's going to be a 2-1. 3 2 type of game. Uh, I like the Cardinals at the plus one and a half because, like I said, I think it's going to be like a one run game. Uh, so I lean toward the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals at the plus one and a half, and I like the under the seven and a half. Uh, I think these two pitchers are going to be able to keep the offenses in check for the most part. And uh, I think it's going to be a low scoring game and a fun game to watch because you should see some good pitching in this game. I ex- yeah, I expect to see a Quite a bit of good pitching in this game. All right, uh, some other big news today. Uh, and then you have, well, let's go back to the baseball for a minute. Then you have the division uh, series start tomorrow. Uh, White Sox. I don't remember who the White Sox play now. But the White Sox series starts tomorrow, and the uh, National League series starts on uh, Friday. So you're going to have baseball, like, every day. Uh, for the next few days, and then college football start. You have some college football starting Thursday night of this week, and there's games on Friday, Saturday. And then you have NFL, NFL Thursday night football. So there's a lot of starting tomorrow. There's a lot of uh, there'll be a lot more uh, options in live sports to watch and to bet on uh, for all the sports betters out there. If you like sports betting, check out our show, Easy Money, a sports betting show, Monday through Friday. We're live. On YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, we're giving out winners. Come join us. 
All right. Uh, another big some big news today. Patriots released Stephon Gilmore. Uh, he would he would be eligible to turn off the uh, the pup list uh, in week six. He's a four time Pro Bowler. The uh, reports are coming out that the Patriots are trying to redo his deal, either restructure or rework his deal. Uh, they were trying to make some more salary cap rooms. They have they they want to keep that Jamie Collins, and I, I they couldn't come to an agreement with with uh, Gilmore, so they end up releasing him today. So they're basically paying him seven million to stay away. Uh, I'm sure somebody's going to pick him up. I mean. Hell, I'd like to see the corners or the corners. I'd like to see the Colts go after him and get him. Uh, dude can play. I mean, he was defensive player of the year what two years ago. I mean, it ain't like it. It ain't like it's been five or six years. We're talking about two seasons ago. So that was a surprise. And then the Cowboys released linebacker Jalen Smith, and, and they're paying. They're paying him. And they're paying him money to st- to not play, so it's that's a weird situation there. There has to be some kind of a, there has to be some kind of start or some kind of a, either he don't get along with the coaches or he's not good in the locker room or something like that because you just pay a guy seven million to stay to go away and not and so and Jalen Smith was looking good, so I'm not. Not sure what happened there. Sure, report some more reports will come out here uh, soon. Uh, some breaking news: uh, the Bears just uh, announced that uh, Justin Fields is going to be their uh, starting quarterback moving forward. Uh, I don't know what took that so long. Hell, he was he was still after the game the other day. He was still on that. He uh, he was Nagy was still on there talking about how uh, Dalton was their starter, uh, but now. He just came out, done a press conference, said that Fields is going to be their starter. Uh, in week three, he got sacked nine times. But he played better. He played good this week. You know, he got sacked once, completed 65% of his passes, uh, and his yards per attempt was at 12-3. So he played. He did play a good game against the Bengals this weekend. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll keep uh, Nagy will keep letting that other coach, Laser. Uh, call the plays instead of Maggie trying to call the plays because when Laser calls the plays, that offense looks a lot better. I know Nagy's supposed to be this offensive guru, but his play calling is terrible. He might be able to ride up some plays. I don't know, but his play calling and rhythm and uh, being able to feel the rhythm in the game and stuff like that is terrible. Uh, Laser looks like he has a better feel for calling the plays. Uh, that's the way they need to stay because Fields looked a lot better uh, against the Bengals than what than what he did the the other time. Uh, so far, he's completed forty eight percent of his passes, three hundred forty seven yards, two interceptions, fifty five yards rushing, and he has a, a touchdown rushing too. He hasn't thrown a he has not thrown a TD pass yet. He's thrown, but he's only thrown two interceptions in the first two games, but. He didn't. He played. He didn't play bad their last game, so it doesn't surprise me. I'm glad they just went ahead and made a decision instead of, instead of keep coming out and declaring this and that and that Daltonger guy. It's time to move on. Um. All right. 
And then there's reports. Everybody's on Pittsburgh. Uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, Mike Tom or yeah, that Mike Thomas should bench Roethlisberger. It's cr- that's a crazy to even think anybody would, would ever have said that, but it's also a crazy statement because of this. Uh, has Roethlisberger been great? No, but he hasn't been. Uh, he hasn't been terrible. It's not all his fault. The Steelers have no running game. For, their offensive line cannot run block at all. Uh, they're la- they've only ran the ball. They're last in the league on even running the ball. In their first four games, they've only ran the ball sixty six times. Uh, you have been trying to drop back and throw 45, 50 times a game. That's not how you're going to win anymore, especially with this offensive line. Because uh, Ben can't stay in there and take the hits like you used to, and he can't move like he used to. Your offensive line's got to play better, and you need to get a running game going. So your offense, because you have weapons on the outside with the, on the weapon, you have weapons on the outside with the receivers. They have they have playmakers. They just need to be able to get them the ball. And Roethlisberger needs a little bit more time, but. It also hasn't been on the offensive line either. I'm not going to sit up here and say Ross was, uh, Big Ben's been great because he hasn't. I mean, he he's he's he has struggled. He's been he has struggled in the clean pocket with some accuracy and stuff. So I I think he's only completed like thirty percent of his passes when he's had a clean pocket. So it's not it's not all the offensive line. Some of it's on Ben too. He's trying. Sometimes I think he's trying to get he's trying to avoid getting hit, so he gets rid of the ball too soon. Uh, he's gonna have to be willing to stay in there and take a hit and try to throw the ball down the field. If not, uh, you're it, it could be a long season for Pittsburgh. But are you are you telling me that you really believe that Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins is a better option a better option than Big Ben right now? I don't. I think Ben gives the Steelers their best chance to win. But what's going to carry this team right now is their defense. Until they get the offensive line and they can get the, a running game going, their defense is going to have to be what carries them and create some turnovers and helps keep them in game, get them field position. Because they're not going to be a team that just drives the ball down the field. They're just not until they get their offensive line figured out. And who knows how long that'll be? Because hell. They haven't got it figured out yet, and they had the whole offseason, the whole year to do it. But it's not all Roethlisberger's fault either. It's, it's on both. Uh, all right, we're going to take a short break. Then we're going to come back. We're going to jump into my uh, Week 5 NFL Power Rankings. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, enjoy this uh, these clips while we're on break. And uh, I'll be back here in just a few minutes. Hey, hey, 
haven't bought into all the Jake Paul hype yet. Uh, I think he's a good boxer. Do I think he's a high level and could compete with like professional boxers? No. Uh, has he fought it? Has he fought a, a pure striker or a, a pure boxer to where he could prove that he's been, that he can uh, box with at a pro level? Not yet. Tyron Woodley is going to be the best striker he's fought. Tyron Woodley ain't a boxer, but Tyron Woodley is going to be the best Pure striker that he uh, Woodley's fought so far. He fought an NBA player that was coming in with his head down and not even looking where he was throwing. Then he fought Ben Askren, and I'm a big Ben Askren fan. Big Ben Askren ain't known for his striking. I don't know why Ben Askren even thought he was going to get there and box. Ben Askren beat people by taking them down, holding them down, and pounding them, pounding them some while they're on the ground. He wasn't he went known at all for for his striking ability on his feet. Yeah. I mean, you can't take it away from him. Jake Paul, he's looked good in, in them fights. I think Woodley's going to be the toughest uh, fight he's had so far just because I think Woodley's the best striker he's fought. But I'd like to see him fight a boxer. You don't even have to be a top-level boxer yet. Fight fight a mid-level boxer everybody knows. See how it goes. If it goes good, move up, move up in competition. But I'm not saying jump in against like Floyd Mayweather or somebody like that your first first time fighting a professional boxer, you don't have to do that, but just fight fight somebody that's a boxer, not an NBA player, not a wrestler. Now you're fighting an MMA guy that, hey, can strike. I think Woodley's going to knock Paul's head off. I think Woodley has is going to have too much power for him. I think Woodley has enough striking that he's going to be able to compete with him. I don't see Jake. I don't think Jake Paul's going to beat Woodley, but I'm not going to lie. I'm, inter- I'm interested in seeing it on a, it's uh, next Sunday night. Coon Dog's in the house. Does the Coon Dog have another trick up his sleeve like he did earlier? He always does. He said he's a king, but he 
don't look like a king to me. What kind of king is this? The burger. Wanna be Stone Cold? It's the burger. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is up with the two Alright, welcome back to GSR Gonzo Sports Room, Wednesday, October 6, 2021. Uh, we could just, uh, if you just joining us, we uh, talked about uh, the Red Sox uh, beating the Yankees last night, uh, 6-2, to advance to play the Rays uh, in the division series in the American League. Uh, tonight in the National League game, you have the Cardinals at the uh, Dodgers. Winner of this game will move on to the division series to play the San Francisco Giants, who is the number one seed, had the best record in baseball. Uh, we talked about the Patriots rele- releasing Stephon Gilmore. Uh, we also talked about the Cowboys releasing linebacker Jalen Smith and basically paying him $7 million just to stay away. Uh, there has to be more to that. I'm sure there's going to be some reports coming out. Uh, about that. There has to be some, something going on behind the scenes there. Uh, that's don't make a lot of sense. Uh, then we talked about the Steelers and their struggles with uh, Roethlisberger at quarterback. But it's not all Roethlisberger's fault is what I think. A lot of it's they don't have a running game. They've ran the ball a few. They've even attempted to run the ball the fewest times in the NFL this season, at only 60, 66 times during uh, throughout four games. Uh, so I think that's some of the problem, and some of it's that Roethlisberger don't want to throw the ball downfield. He don't want to stay in there and th- have to take the hit because their offensive line just isn't good enough at pass blocking. But all right, let's get in my NFL Week Five power rankings. Number twenty this week I have the New England Patriots. Uh, let's see where they were at last week. Looks like they, they. I didn't have them on. I didn't have them in the top twenty last week. I moved them up to. Uh, they're in at twenty this week ahead of Pittsburgh. All right, number nineteen is the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they're also a team that I didn't have in my uh, power rankings at all. So it's uh, two new additions to the uh, to this week's power rankings with the Vikings coming in at nineteen. Okay, with New England at twenty. Uh, they, hold on a second. I'm gonna get this fucking cup. There we go. Uh, with New England at twenty, they just uh, it's, uh, New England's gonna go as far as their defense can carry them. If their defense can uh, keep them in games, they're gonna have a chance. Mac Jones and them will be able to score, but they're gonna rely on defense and field position. Uh, I, I just don't think they have the run game or. Pass game where they can just drive down the field and score points, uh, but that defense is good. Uh, so I, I have them at twenty. The Vikings. I, I think people are sleeping on the Vikings a little bit. Uh, almost had actually had them a little bit higher than this. Uh, Kirk Cousins hasn't been playing terrible. Uh, they have some things they need to improve on. Defense needs to improve. But I got the Vikings at number nineteen. At number eighteen, I have the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints were number 17 last week. 
they're just so up and down. They're inconsistent. One week they can look like they're one of the best teams in the league, and the next week they look like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, uh, uh, I'm at 18 because I, I think they're going to get better. I think they're still learning what works and what doesn't work with Winston as quarterback, and I think their defense is going to keep improving. So I have the Saints at 18. At number 17 ahead of the, the Saints this week, and they've moved up two spots, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I like the way Joe Burrow's playing. The Bengals' defense is getting better. Bengals' offensive line is getting better. Uh, I like the Bengals. That, so I have. The, I think the Bengals are not saying they're they're going to compete in the AFC this year because they're not, but they're not just automatic win win anymore either. They're a competitive team, and Joe Burrow can make make plays if the offensive line can give them enough time. To, they they can be a tough out. Uh, at number 16, I have the Denver Broncos. They lost their first game over the weekend. Um, they've moved back one spot. They were at 15 last week. Uh, I just, in their first few games, that when they got off that 3-0 start, they hadn't really played nobody. Then they played the Ravens, and they got thumped pretty good. Uh, I think they're a good team. They're still learning how to win. They got a good defense. Offense is Getting better. Bridgewater's been playing pretty good. I like to have the Broncos at uh, 16. Number 15 in my power rankings for week five is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they, they were at 18. They've moved up three spots. And, yes, I know they lost to the Jets. Uh, but I think Tennessee's a better team than that. You just They didn't play a very good game. Uh, I'll have Tennessee at 15. At number 14, and they moved up two spots this week. Finally got their first win of the season. But in their, they op- the Colts opened up with a tough-ass schedule. Uh, could have won a couple of them games. They could very easily be 3-1 and one instead of 1-3. and three. Uh, I mean, they're 1-3. and three. They lost to Seattle to open up the season. Then they lose to the Rams, which in a, in a game they could have won. Uh then who did they play? Tennessee. Yeah, I think they played Tennessee and lost to Tennessee. And then they beat Miami this week. Uh, so I have the Colts at fourteen. Uh, at thirteen, I have the Carolina Panthers. They got Panthers got thumped pretty good this week by the, the Cowboys. Uh, but they didn't have Christian McCaffrey or their, one of their best cornerbacks. Uh, I like I like what Matt Rule's doing there in Carolina. Uh, they're a solid team. But, uh, they're up to 13 this week. Last week they were at 11, so they did, they did move down a couple spots in my power rankings after uh, that loss. Uh, the Ravens are at number 12. Uh, they actually moved back one spot. Uh, they, they were... Or no, they moved up one spot. They were thirteen last week. They're twelve this week. Uh, they have and Ravens are just they've been kind of inconsistent too. When their defense is on, they're going to be tough. Tough if they can improve that defense a little bit, uh, they're going to be a tough out and they're going to be keep, uh, have a chance to compete in the uh, AFC uh, for a, a playoff run. Number eleven this week, they were moved up one spot from, from being at twelve last week is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they look good the other night against the Panthers. I'm still a little suspect of their defense. 
Uh, I like what the Cowboys are doing in offense or a balanced offense. They're not just trying to throw the ball 50 times a game. Uh, Zeke and Pollard are both running the ball well. Uh, Cowboys Cowboys are looking good. And believe me, it pains me to have to say that because I'm – I can't, I can't stand the Cowboys, but the Cowboys are looking good. I have them at number 11. Uh, number 10, I have the 49ers. Uh, with the 49ers, though, a lot of it depends on if, Jim, if Jimmy G's healthy. When Jimmy G's healthy, they win. When he's not, they lose. He, he went out of the last game, I think, like in the first quarter or whatever, and they ended up getting beat by Seattle. Uh, and the 49ers moved back because they were eight last week. They they moved back to ten. Uh, number nine, which prob- this team probably made one of the biggest jumps in my power rankings. They were number 14 last week. Number nine this week is uh, the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Uh, they were able to beat the 49ers last week. Uh, they're looking pretty good. The only thing that questions me there is they need to get their running game going a little more, and they need to get their defense. Their defense has to keep improving. Uh, but I have Seattle at nine, Green Bay Packers at eight. Uh, my question, what worries me about the Packers is their offensive line, uh, especially with Bakatari being out. Uh, and their, their defense has to tighten up too. But the offensive line scares me with Aaron Rodgers back there. Who knows what can happen? Uh, so that's why they're at eight. Uh, the Packers were at seven last week, so they moved back one spot. I have the Browns at. The Cleveland Browns are number seven in my power rankings this week. I like their balanced offense with the running game with Chubb and Hunt and then the passing game, especially when they get Landry back. Uh, their defensive line is tough. If their corners can start tightening up a little bit, Browns are going to be a tough out for anybody. I have them at seven. And then uh team I have number six this week is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh they look good up against the Rams this week. Uh, their offense, Kyler Murray's playing well. Uh, defense is is playing decent. Defense is still improving, and if that defense get, keeps getting better, uh, Cardinals are going to be a scary team. They have a lot of weapons on offense. They just need the defense to come along. I have Arizona at six. At number five, I have the Buffalo Bills. Uh. Bills were number four last week. I moved them back one spot because I moved some a new team ahead of the front four. Uh, but Buffalo is looking good. Josh Allen starting to is starting to play at the MVP level. Uh, Buffalo's defense is better than what people are giving it credit for as well. Uh, I think Buffalo is going to be right there challenging uh, for the a- for the AFC Championship this year. Number four, you have the Chiefs. Yeah, they're struggling some. The main thing with the Chiefs, they got to get their defense fixed. They don't get that defense fixed. Uh, they're going to be in trouble, a lot of trouble. Their offense has plenty, is doing playing well, but the defense just can't stop anybody. All right, number three, I have the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, their offense has been struggling. I mean, everybody was all talking about how great Brady played the other night. Their offense scored 19 points. The week before that, their offense only scored like 20 when they got beat by the Rams. The last couple of weeks, their offense has not played very good at all. Uh, and people just kind of overlook it because it's Brady. Uh, I have I have the Bucks as number three. Uh, they fall one back from number two. At number two this week, I have 
to Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they moved back one spot. They were number one last week. Got the Rams at number two this week. Uh, Arizona handled the Rams pretty good. I was kind of I was surprised by that. The Ram, uh, Stafford's been playing good so far for the Rams. The Ram, Rams have a good defense. Uh, they got they got to fix a few tighten a few things up on their defense. Got pretty good weapons on offense. Uh, so I, I think the Rams will be all right, are going to be just fine. They're my number two team, and my number one team this week. Moving up eight spots. Moving up eight spots this week is the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, this Chargers team's team is one of the most complete teams I've watched play this season. They have a good defense, uh, pr- decent offensive line. As long as that offensive line keeps improving, they're going to be tough because they have weapons on the offense, and they have a dog in Justin Herbert at quarterback. Uh, I think the Chargers are the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, and they were number one of my NFL power rankings. Uh, Justin Herbert's playing like a like a veteran, a veteran, a veteran. You wouldn't even know it's his only his second year. Uh, you have Mike, uh, yeah, Mike Williams making some plays out in the receiver. Then you have Aaron Donald in that defense. Excuse me, not Aaron Donald, but you have Joey Bo- Joey Bosa in that defense. I mean, Chargers are pretty. Chargers are good, especially and you got uh, Derwin James back. Had been hurt. It was hurt last year. Uh, don't sleep on the, the Chargers uh, this season. That uh, their new coach uh, Staley has that game play has that team playing well, and uh, it'll be they're going to be fun to watch this season. That's my NFL power rankings for uh, Week Five of the NFL, and uh, I'll ha- I'll post those on our social media accounts and stuff like that here in a, a few. All right, let's talk about another big story that's going that's going on in the uh, NFL real, real quick before we start to get ready to close the show up for today. Is Urban Meyer? Okay, I guess some vi- videos, pictures came out of Urban Meyer at his restaurant in Columbus, and there was a a girl like dancing or whatever. And I guess he had her, he had her, his hand around her on her backside or something. And everybody's making a big deal of this. There's people calling for him to get fired, which I think is ridiculous. Why should he get fired? Okay, the one thing he did that I don't like is instead of going back after the Thursday night game, instead of flying back from Jacksonville to team, he stayed. He stayed in Columbus with his family. I, it ain't to me. It's not a real, real big deal because a lot of times you don't NFL teams will have like. The next day, they'll have, like, if they play on Thursday, they're going to have Friday off anyway. So, what's, I mean, so what's the biggest deal with that? Nothing, really. And, and then they're making a big deal because he has his arm around this girl and he's married and all this. That's not, that's something that happens every day in the world. And people don't lose their, don't lose their jobs over it. He's not coaching college kids. People, he's not coaching college kids anymore. People, and if he even if he was coaching college kids, if he's out at a restaurant, that's on his personal time. He's not doing nothing illegal. He's coaching adults. He's coaching in the NFL. He's coaching adults, professionals, and the the team's acting all upset. And uh, he has to earn earn trust and earn respect back with the team. Why? Why? 
because he was at a restaurant in his at his restaurant in his hometown, and there was a girl dancing by him, and he may or may not have had his hand on her backside. That's between him and his wife. If he did, he did. That ain't between. That ain't nothing for uh, for the sports media or me or you or anybody else to be criticized or to be calling for his job. He didn't. He didn't do nothing that w- would warrant for him to lose his job as as a Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Now, if you want to fire him because they ain't won a game, okay, that's I, I can understand that in a way. I would I would say it's too quick because they've been competitive in the games. It's not like they've been getting blown out every game. I think they had one game where they got blew out. They've been competitive in every game. Hell, the last game they were up fourteen nothing, and they had chances to win that game. So they're get they're getting bet they're getting better on the field wise. I don't know what's going on in the locker room, but for players to be saying that they can't trust them no more and that uh, if, that they were offended and stuff, no, come on, he didn't do nothing. To, half the NFL players don't do on a regular damn basis when they're out in a club or out to eat or whatever, have their hand around a woman, whether it's their wife or some other woman. It's something that happens every day in this country. Is it right? Morally right? No. Is it illegal? No. I'm not saying it's morally right. I'm not saying I agree. If he if he did have his arm, his hand on the on this woman's backside, I'm not saying I agree with it. Because yeah, he's married. Morally, I don't agree with it. But it's not illegal. It's not. It's not something that a guy should lose his job over. People, man, people need to wake up. We, this country has to stop being so damn soft. I mean, really, we're calling for a guy to get fired because he was at a restaurant and had his arm around a woman. Now, come on. If anybody should be mad, it'd be his wife, and they can handle that. They'll handle that privately. But making him have to come out and apologize and all this. For what? Okay, maybe he should have flew back with him, but were, were they having practice on Friday? The players had probably had the day off on Friday, so what? So what's the big deal if he's at home? If he's at, it stays home with his family for uh, for that Friday and then flies back later. They're not little kids; they don't need a babysitter. I mean, I could understand if he, if he was being charged with like sexual assault or something like that. There ain't nothing like that. It was just somebody took a video of him at a restaurant, and it, now it's going vi- viral for really no reason, and, pe- and people were calling for his job. We've really got to that point in our country where we're calling for somebody's job because he, he had his arm around another woman that wasn't his wife's. That's none of our business. That's between him and his wife, and that has nothing to do with coaching football. He's not coaching college kids. He's not... It ain't like he's a role model to college kids, coaching college kids, college kids. No, he's coaching in the National Football League. He's, he's coaching fucking professionals, adults, grown fucking men, and they're acting like the locker room's all torn apart. And the owner came out talking about how he had to, Urban Meyer had to earn trust back and stuff, and Urban came out apologizing. So now you got to apologize because you. you after the game, instead of flying back to Jacksonville, you stayed. You stayed there with your family. 
stayed in Ohio with your family, and then flew back when Friday was probably a day off anyway, and and they're cry- and then everybody's making a big deal about it and crying. Makes no sense at all. But all right, before we get out of here for today, don't forget we're live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. We're also live at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, come join us. It's all, usually always a pretty entertaining conversation. Usually I have a couple other guys in here with me. Uh, they couldn't get, they couldn't be here today, but we'll get them back in here. Uh, also, uh, don't forget, you can find GSR Gonzo Sports Room and Easy Money, a sports betting show, both in podcast form. On Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, most places you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Follow us on social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. That's where we post our daily picks for easy money. Any information about show, both shows gets uh, posted on them social media accounts. Uh, so make sure you, go on, you get on there and follow us. Uh, you can find me at Chris D. Gonzalez or at, uh, on Facebook or at Chris Gonzalez at Gonzalez Sports on Twitter. Uh, and again, you can find uh, Gonzo Sports Room on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, also, we have a merch store. Check out our merch, uh, streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, we have T-shirts, hats, hoodies. Uh, we just released some some beanies because it's starting to get cool outside. We have, we have a couple of shirts hanging up back here. You can see the Easy Money shirt, the GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room shirt. I have one of the GSR uh, Gonzo Sports Room shirts on. Uh, get on there, uh, get your uh, get your get your GSR, GWR, and Easy Money gear now. Uh, I do have some GWR shirts on hand. Uh, if you'd like to. Get, to get a shirt, get a whole, uh, send me a message. I'll get with you. Uh, the other, I don't have no easy money or uh, the GSR on hand, but you can order those uh, at that link from our merch store. Uh, but right now, I do. Ha- I, I just happen to have some uh, leftover shirts from the that we took with us to uh, the wrestling show this weekend. So, uh, if you'd like a GWR shirt and see it hanging back here, uh, get a hold of me. Send me a message. Uh, they're twenty dollars a piece. Or, uh, or uh, yeah, $20 a piece. So uh, get a hold of me if you'd like one of those. Uh, also, at that same link, we have a donation page. If you'd like to donate to the show to help the show grow, we'd appreciate that as well. Uh, again, that link is streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, you can find that link in the video description, or it's also going across the bottom of the screen in the ticker. Uh, tomorrow on Easy Money, a sports betting show at 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, we're going to uh, break preview and uh, give out our predictions for uh, the UFC fight night this weekend. Uh, we'll talk uh, tomorrow night's NFL football game. Uh, we'll also talk uh, Major League Baseball playoffs tomorrow. Uh, oh, NFL, college football. So come join us tomorrow. Easy Money, sports betting show, 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, there is no GSR tomorrow, but uh, I'll, we'll be posting a lot of stuff on social media tomorrow, so make sure you uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, GSR will re- 
will return Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Also, if you're a pro wrestling fan, uh, Sunday we uh, streamed live from uh, DCCW Harvest Havoc 3 uh, live here in Muncie, and it was an awesome show. Uh, Rick, WWE, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi was there. Uh, WWE legend The Boogeyman was there. Uh, WWE legend The Head Shrinker, one of the Head Shrinkers, Samu, was there. The other Head Shrinker was also there, which is Rikishi. You had uh, Blake Money right there, Dex Royal, Rachel Armstrong. It was a great card. Uh, You you can find that full show on our YouTube page, or I have also broke down in each match on there. Make sure you get on there and check out uh, Rikishi giving uh, the director Hollywood House distinct face. Uh, If you're a wrestling fan, go check that out, out on our YouTube page. Please like, please hit those like buttons, whether you're watching them. Follow or Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. Please hit the follow buttons, the like buttons. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, we'd we'd appreciate it. Hit the like buttons. Uh, be a friend. Tell a friend about us. We appreciate all the support. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern with Easy Money and Sports Betting Show. Hope everybody's having a great Wednesday. Uh, check out our social media accounts for show updates. We will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.